It's time to burn shit down with my lighter. Oh my god. Please. No? Please. Do you know how expensive this set was? We don't have a set. We're in hell. We don't get any Christmas. Maria, I built a set out of the bones of the dead. Oh, oh that explains it. Yeah. I got help from all of the dead souls. And Dante, he's back there too. He got lost again. Damn it, Dante. Uh, Virgil's done with his ass. Yeah. Welcome to hell in a cell. Anyway, we survived another year. Or did we? Nope. Earth has just become hell now. Yep. Great. Fantastic. Love it. 2020, Maria. 2020. Uh, Burn it. Burn it to the ground. Start over. Burn it to the ground and start over. It's been a year. It's been a bit of a year. You know what? It's been a bit of a year. Oh, the God. only thing I'm happy about this year is that I don't have to ride a bus in minus 30 degree weather. You know what? That's that's something to be thankful for. But that Honestly. is it. That is all I got. Yeah, I mean, I'm thankful I still have a roof over my head. You know? I, you know, I, it, things could be a lot worse for me. They could so, be, yes. Yeah. Me too. I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for you. Oh, but James, it's not even Thanksgiving. It, you know what? Fuck that bullshit holiday. Christmas <laughs> is when you should give thanks for shit. That's probably, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So here I am giving thanks to you for being my co-host. Yay. On this stupid podcast. It's not that stupid. It could be worse. <laughs> we could be, be talking worse. about, like, the weather. MMA fighting? Or that. Yeah. yeah, yeah Where that. Is, there a, is there an actual weather podcast? Please tell me there's not a weather podcast. It's like... Oh, my God. The stereotypical sexy weather lady, but... Now she can't be, she can't be, you know, objectified. So she gets to do the weather and doesn't have to deal with the pervs. I don't think I've ever seen a sexy weather lady. I think we've only had weather men here. They're not Mm. sexy. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, what are we doing here, Maria? Why did I build this set? Because it's Christmas. Right. Except Christmas was outlawed in hell. Because we're no giving Christmas out awards. Right. We're giving gifts. Gifts of awards to shows we watched throughout the year. Yep. We didn't miss a single episode. So we're thankful for that, too. At least I am. Yeah, we didn't, did we? Nope. Woo. Woo. Go we us. did it. I mean, there were some hiccups there. There but- were. Classes Can are a bitch. Classes are a bitch. You've, you've had a bitch of a year. I've had a bitch of a year. 
It's been a bitch of a year. Anyway, let's have some fun. Do some awards. Woo. Do some gags. Reminisce about the season. How do you how do you feel about that? About kicking this this year to the curb? Right. Yes. <laughs> let's kick this damn year to the curb. Oh god. Oh my god. Anyway, ready to start? Let's do this shit. The f- are we, are we going to start? Is there any more banter you want to get out of your your hole? Uh no. Not really. No. No, okay. Plus there's a stack of envelopes right next to you waiting to be opened. All right, here we are. Uh do we should we say the rules? Uh, are there rules? Basically, James and I looked back at the year and made a bunch of awards to give to series that to the shows that did good jobs and bad jobs at the things that they were supposed to do jobs of. <laughs> and thus, we have the award show at the end of the year. That out of the way, the first award we're giving out is just kind of a uh, little bo- little boondoggle award called the most exciting new series of the last five years award i guess i could just shorten that i really should just shorten that shouldn't i just most exciting new series yes oh let me start again the first award we're giving out is just a little you know a little bonus prize for the most exciting new series now this has to be an ongoing series so unfortunately a lot of the stuff that we watched is out of the running yeah so, and it's uh, ongoing as of the recording of this podcast, which is December 17th, 2020. Yep. All right. And who, I'm opening the envelope. I don't have any paper to rustle around. I guess I could get some paper, but it's it's all the way one less than a foot away. Thank you, Maria. There you go. And the winner is, holy shit, Amphibia and the Owl House. It's a tie. Woo! We had James, a fight. Yeah, because James and I couldn't couldn't decide which one to give it to, and both these shows were really good, and I couldn't not give the other. It's kind of like you know sometimes when you when you can't make up your mind and you're like okay I'll pick one, and if I really want the other then I'll 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 pick that right like. You kind of like trick your mind into trying to figure out what you want, what you actually really want. But I wanted both of them. I wanted both of them so bad. I got Maria playing 5D chess in her own brain here. Yep. I know what I am. I nominated Amphibia. Maria nominated the Owl House. We could not come to a consensus. Mm-mm. This is democracy. We both had to agree on the winner, but in this instance, we could not agree. So they both won. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's you know, they're both great. They're just both great. Mm-hmm. It's, in, in the end, we just could not give it to both of them. Anyway. Moving on to the technical awards, which is... What are the technical awards, Maria? They're awards for the technicalities that come with um with animation like backgrounds and aesthetics um character designs 
etc 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 so basically animation the award mm, yeah. for animation stuff yep what's our first award first award is the cyberpunk overlay award for best aesthetics and the winner is <laughs> has been hotel is a is controversial a decision yes it was a little bit a little bit we couldn't really come to a consensus on this one until the end yeah but you know what you kind of have to give it up for them going really hard on they went so the hard color choices for this series mm -hmm. are just second to none right on this list the designs are all just great and fit with the setting exactly and the just look of everything is so detailed and perfect yeah, and it totally, it really just gives you an idea, like a good sense of the world too, right? It's got this grungy mm -hmm. look to it, but also has like a level of sort of gothic appeal. Um, oh yeah, goths, goths would love this back in the yeah back in the two thousands. Yeah, it was really really good. Um, God, ten this out would of be. 10. Yeah, if this were different times, has been hotel merch would be in hot topic right now. I mean, I don't know that they aren't in hot topic right now. I haven't been to hot topic in a little while. <laughs> I mean, that would require hot topic to be around. I don't think they're around anymore. I mean, I know a couple stores, like a couple malls over here that have hot topic still. Yeah. Okay, question though, who actually goes to Hot Topic? I go to Hot Topic. Oh my god. <sighs> Moving they on. They have really good badges, like iron-on badges <laughs> that I really like. That's, that's like, fair. Like this one that I have right over here. Yeah, they have, yeah, great on an audio-only podcast. Showing it's, it's like the, a pink coffee cup that says Witch's Brew. God. Anyway, it's a good badge. They like they it. had they had good but very expensive stuff, if I recall. Oh yeah, their stuff is still very expensive, yeah. um, but not bad stuff. Like they're very good nah. stuff. They're just expensive as fuck. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next award, we've got the early two thousands overlay award for worst aesthetics. Yep. And the winner is. Oh, uh, who could have seen this coming? It's Ruby. Of course it is. This uh, show deserves to die and never come back. You hear me, Ruby fans? <laughs> okay, Maria, why why did Ruby win this? Because it was awful. <laughs> it's jankiest to the more. max. There was no like in contrast to like Hasbun Hotel that had like a vision that they had in mind, they had mm -hmm. a vision, and they followed through. Ruby has half of a vision, 
and zero follow through. So you're kind of just there with half a plan that people don't even want to follow. And then you get this janky ass shit with butt shots. With the only <laughs> good shot being a butt shot. Imagine how bad you have to be for the only shot, good shot, to be a butt shot. How bad do you have to be for that to become a thing? Yep, that's a good question. I'm looking at our list of shows we watch, and I don't think anyone had the lack of coherency in their aesthetic as bad as Ruby. Even... Yeah, even some of the worst stuff we've seen at least had an idea of what they were doing. Exactly. But Ruby's just sucks. Yep. Sucks, but... <laughs> Moving on. Okay, okay. Moving on, we have the Starving Artist Award for Best Character Designs. Ooh. And the award goes to Russell Russell. That's going to be hell when I edit this. Amphibia! I'm happy about this decision. Yes, James loves Amphibia. And so do I. I, yeah. I love the show. It's so pretty and colorful and... <sighs> Yeah, we looked through all the shows, and I think the only one that really had the character designs that were so you got the character as soon as you saw them was Amphibia. Exactly. Yeah, so Amphibia has like a a set cast of frogs that you see often, but even in the episode that we saw, which was the first time that I saw Amphibia, they had such unique character designs that you could like pick them out from the background while they were just like walking around in town um, mm-hmm. with th- with no difficulty at all. Like you could just recognize what character they were and what they probably did for their life, period. <laughs> um, for their life. Yeah, like they were so um, unique and pretty and... Ah, this is such a good show. It's got bright colors. What more do you want? <laughs> I mean, a Fair lot enough. more, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's why Amphibia got this award. That's great. Love it. Next up, we've got the Actually Starving Artist Award for the worst character designs. And the winner is... Jesus Christ. Oh, God. The Super Mario Brothers Super Show. That show is so awful, James. Why am I getting all the bad stuff? Because this is the order you decided to go in. It's true. Fuck. Oh, God. This show is just... How do you make one of the most iconic characters... In all of pop culture, just looks so unappealing. How? That show was a complete and utter disaster. Just, ugh. Uh, Keep in mind, this was a fight. Yes. But in the end. Yes, we were trying to figure out who to give it to, and we weren't sure if if, um, Super Mario Brothers Super Show 
qualified because they technically had character designs of like from Mm -hmm. an iconic video game but the reason it won was because they already had a character design and they still managed to fuck up the characters and make them look awful so you had your character template already done for you and somehow somehow you managed to fuck that up so badly <laughs> that you weren't that, that you won a worst character design award in an obscure niche podcast show that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, true good job deke you suck I hate you. It was awful and it sucked. And again, like we had Ruby as one of the one of the shows in the running. I think it was between this. It was between this and Ruby. And the other reason Ruby didn't get it was because we could technically kind of attribute the stupidity to to um. To like the navigating the a new, yeah, navigating a new platform or engine, like some of the jank and stuff can be attributed to that. But for this, right. you already had the character setup done for you, and yep. you still fucked it up. You fucked it up so How? bad. You had all the work done for you. Mario is so iconic. If you showed him to a random person on the street, they'd be like, "That's Mario from the Nintendo." Exactly. And it's just like. And Ruby actually does have some good character designs. Yeah, like there's concept and there was more work involved for Ruby's characters to come to to fruition, even though they were jank mm-hmm. as fuck. Yeah. Um, but for this, yeah. it's kind of like you didn't even have to do half of the work. You just had to come up nope. with a concept art that worked well with these others. But no, 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 no. You fucked that up. So badly. Yeah. All right. Let's throw this in the garbage and move on. Yep. Okay. We got the next award is the 1 million pieces of fan art award for the character with the best design. I'm excited. The winner is Satina from Satina! Yay. It's like a weird cat. It's a weird cat, but it's also a devil and also a little girl. What more do you want? I mean, that's fair. All cats are little girl devils. (laughs) Fair enough. But yeah, there's just a fun simplicity in her design. It's so expressive. You could do so much with it. I I don't think there's anybody else that really beats just the the early simplicity the the early cartoon idea like satina you know the the steamboat willie yeah. fleischer era just influence is all there yeah you can do so much with her it's just so good i mean yes it's a very simple simple design but like the way that they make her is just it's weird, it's ambiguous. Sometimes people confuse her to be a dog. <laughs> Which is great. Which is great. Sometimes she eats like a glass. 
Just for the lulls. It's great. And then she's also a devil person, so she has weird magical devil powers. Mm -hmm. It's great. She's a good good 10 out of 10. It, the the episode the the pilot not no other episodes have come out yet unfortunately but you know it really just they did so much with her and it just shows that you don't need a complex design to do something ruby yeah ruby <laughs> oh god and you know maybe if they'd simplified the super mario brothers designs they could have done more with it or they just did something with it you know <laughs> or just they just like, did something with it yeah i don't know have a four-year-old draw mario my god yeah they just have their they just bring their kids in and just like you animate it <laughs> <laughs> they did that's what it looks like uh, that's what the damn really thing does. looks like yeah but satina on the other hand is made with love mm-hmm. and it shows because it was really, really, really fun. It's true. 10 out of 10 would watch again. Just for Satina. Just for Satina. Yep. On the flip side, we have the Nightmare Movie Sonic Memorial Award for the character with the worst design. Whew. Oh boy. Here we go. And the winner is. There we go. Oh boy. The character's name I couldn't even spell correctly. It's Sinon from Sword Art Online or Sword Art Online 2 or SAO or SAO 2 or my God, this is a living hell that we will never escape from. Oh, God. Okay, so here's the thing that I have questions about, Maria. So in the first season, Kirito's girlfriend is Asuna. Now she has a pretty decent design. If it, if a little overly complex, it's red and white mm-hmm. like armor. Okay. Stuff like like an a dress armor dress thing. Uh huh. It's pretty nice. You know, it's got a good color palette. You know, contrasted to Kirito, who's black and gray. So and and a little bit of light blue mm-hmm. on him. So you know, it it creates a good balance between your characters. You know. You know what I'm saying? It's simple color theory here. What the fuck is Xenon supposed to be? I don't fucking... Okay. Oh, God, her character design is just so weird and flat and dumb, and I hate it. I hate it so much. I would like... (laughs) I would like to blame this on, like, a board of directors, like, looking at the concept art for like the new waifu you know what i mean and just being like well what if we gave her no pants it's such what if she was weird, just naked yeah it was such a weird like <laughs> it's just but such a I, weird design and she kind of just sucks and also okay yeah. here's the thing she's supposed to be a sniper Yes. Should she be yes. like decked out in all camo all the time? Yes. Like yeah, that's the thing. Like nothing in her design screams sniper. Like none of it screams sniper. 
I mean, you think of a sniper, yeah, you think somebody in camouflage, you know, somebody smaller, you know, leaf and... Yeah, with, like, some kind of visor or something included in the outfit, right? Like, anything, Mm -hmm. something. Anything to make them not stand out, you know? Like... Something that allows them to hide. Like a scarf and... Well, she has a scarf. Well, like, a not bright white scarf. Right. Like a scarf yeah, yeah. that like hide her or like a cloak and mm-hmm. camo suits that is loose so you can't really figure out where the body starts really because it's confusing mm-hmm. with the bizarre silhouette so it's easy to hide or harder to clock. Yep. Like <laughs> not you don't think when you think of sniper you don't think tiny jacket uh booty shorts that are basically just underwear They're not even booty shorts at that point no no pants you don't think no pants you think like okay even just, if they wanted to make it more feminine they could have given her like a a poncho with like like foliage on it well that would cover the butt maria exactly and so yeah, I you know what? Honestly, I think if she was made by a board of directors, she would have had a better design. Instead, this was made by just some horny artist. Yep. Who likes butts? Yep. Which we saw. We saw the concept art, and yes. we saw the crotch well, drawings. Because we were having a fight over this one too. Because we were we had two nominees. God. We had Xenon, and we had Blake from Ruby. We did. Who is also who also has a really really bad design, just just god awful. But like the fact that her model sheets, we got to look at Sinon's model sheets, and it's just her ass is just right there. Yes, they they modeled like, her ass. They, yes, they modeled her ass and crotch, just mm-hmm. that part, just that bit. So mm-hmm. no torso up, no legs no. down, just that little bit. Of like Just half a, a disembodied torso ass. and like two leg, like two like thigh stubs, like yep. I just 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 a disembodied ass, right there. So you there. know it was done on purpose. One hundred percent. This this like the original design may have been by a horny artist, but the design team was also just horny as fuck. For whatever this is i don't even know she's such a bad character she really is i hate her well even just her just as a character is awful because she doesn't do anything no she just doesn't she doesn't do anything she doesn't say anything of consequence really no like yeah it's it's really bad (sighs) anyway yes all right, so the next award. Oh. <laughs> you got this, Marie. I believe in you. Is the Bob Ross Award for the best backgrounds. Mm. And the winner is. <laughs> winner is Carolyn Tuesday. Yay! Yay! Okay, this was a fight. This is also a fight, but I had to relent. Yeah, I mean, what was that f- a fight between? Oh, good question. I think there are a few things. Like, 
Oh, courage. That was a big one. Yeah. Cuz we we did talk about one of the stills in Courage, like one of the backgrounds in Courage. But I think Which was really good. It was yes. really good, but it was just the one out of the entire episode, right? Which right. as opposed to like Carolyn Tuesday that had really really good like cityscape, really complicated cityscapes with very mm-hmm. very well done light details. Um, because there are some sunset yep. shots, there are night shots, there are day shots. It's it's just really well done. Um, mm-hmm. go watch that show. You love it. I promise. <laughs> it's got great backgrounds. It's amazing. I'm surprised that people actually haven't talked about Carolyn Tuesday as much because it is an amazing show. And I because one it. of the main characters is black. One of the characters is black. One of the main characters. Yes, one of the main characters. Carol is black. And Tuesday's adorable. Yes. She's great. Okay. Unless there's something else you want to say. Nope. It's great. Go watch it. It's great. It's great. Go watch it. Next award. This is the Got It In One Award for Best Cinematography. Woo! And the winner is... Uh, that's a surprise. Aeon Flux. Woo! Woo! Aeon Flux. Um, yeah, there was only one clear winner in this one. Yeah. <laughs> Shockingly. Yeah, no, Aeon Flux was did a really good job. I mean, we there was a couple in the running. Like we did have um Carolyn Tuesday for this one too, because they had some really good like tracking shots and uh, they had some pretty good drone shots we had some low shots especially of like carol oh sorry tuesday in like the city square and stuff um the transitions were really good but amflux had some really really well done like fisheye work and like the first sort of scene of of uh the like the first monologue that what's his face is doing and then you see the the camera like flip around to him like pan around to him in this bizarre low shot that makes him look like fucking spaghetti <laughs> man um he is a spaghetti man they're all spaghetti men there you are yes uh, are all very very good like good shots um so and flux pretty good pretty good 10 out of 10 shocking shocking it's great it is but it's great the what are you aiming at award for worst cinematography mm-hmm. and the award goes to stupid envelope stuff it's gonna get so annoying <laughs> sword art online Again, fuck you for sucking Again. like a suck ass that you are. Jesus. The, okay. There, mm, there, there was no fight here. There was really none. It was that was what. Okay, so the cinematography was one of the things that we talked about a lot in that show. Oh, we went off on the cinematography because it was so bad, and we went back and we looked at a few scenes together like again to see how awful they were 
like the red lines coming to you in your face and the oh god i forgot about that awful one. like oh. i think they did like a whole 360 or something or like they broke the 180 rule or something oh yeah they broke the 180 rule <laughs> oh god they had a cowboy guy in there wasn't wasn't there a cowboy at some point there was like a it was like a futuristic cowboy man or something i don't know sure whatever i don't know like it was just pretty bad and like it was so bad well the one shot that just clinched the award for it maria was the total lack of continuity between shots with kirito running at the enemy gunman unnamed enemy guy and the fact that he runs for like five minutes slashing and dodging bullets and he's only gone about three feet yeah it's like this dude is like right there he's right there and they have this long ass running shot of him and he's not even Mm -hmm. there he's not even near him by the (laughs) end of it and you're just like that's not what depth perception question mark depth perception yeah like if you can't even keep like continuity of where your objects are in the space you fail as a cinematographer as a director as a director of animation as a storyboard artist you you fail it's just so bad it's so bad oh my gosh and we talked about like how they have some really good moments with the like perspective and stuff but they're just Mm. doing so many things at the same like they're trying to do like 80 things in the show instead of just picking a few things and going with it right like like we talked about how they had that weird like rubbery uh, or like disproportionate like uh, perspective where things were bloated up or like there was a more rubbery effect rubber hose effect kind of like in one piece and that's signature of one piece right like Hmm? the weird rub like the rubber hosiness (laughs) of the characters is like part of of one piece and it's like brand but like (laughs) <laughs> this has nothing it's doing like 80 no. things and failing yeah. at all of them it's just picking one and sticking to it and i think the thing you have to keep in mind is like aeon flux it only did a few things but it did them well and it did them with purpose yeah like it had a plenty of fish eye lenses which made sense because they were a surveillance state so you were seeing mm-hmm. things through the camera's perspective every now and again, which makes it look yeah. a bit fish-eyed. And so they mm-hmm. had a reason for it being there. It made sense for the people, and it added context to the shot. Here, yep. it, he ran like 50 feet and only <laughs> moved like a foot in the right direction. The fuck? Yep. And, like, the angle that you're seeing him in is wonky, too. Yeah, yeah. When he does it, it's just, like, just you gotta me, plan. Just kill him. <laughs> All right. Speaking of killing, <laughs> it's the Dead Animator Memorial Award for the best single shot. And the winner is... Oh, gargoyles. Woo! 
So the, the the second episode of Gargoyles was much jankier than the first one. It was, yes. However, all of it doesn't matter because it had the most beautiful shot I think I've ever seen on this show. It was truly remarkable because they did a continuous like spinning shot. A 360. Yeah, like a whole 360 shot where they were panning the camera around this tower as the gargoyles were reviving at night for the first time after like centuries. A thousand years or something yeah. like that. So yeah, so it was like this shot where like it was you were taken all the way around this um, tower as each of these gargoyles came to life and you went all the way around and spiraled around the tower. This is all cell animated. Yep. Animated by hand. So no technology. Nope. Some technology. I mean, maybe. They might have had some help with computers, but I don't think so. Right. It was so good. It was like the best it's thing really ever. Good. And as Gargoyle does this a lot, because last time it was those like background shots. <sighs> those were so It good. had that one shot of the sunset with the um, castle at the edge of the cliff. And then it mm, had that, that one nice. shot with um, Goliath sitting on the tower, freezing um, in front of the moon. That was this episode. Oh, was that this episode? I believe so. I could be wrong. I mean, it could have been in both. It could have been in both. One of it was the background for the episode. Right. Yeah. So, so they just had some really good backgrounds last time. Yes. And then this time, this one shot was just chef's kiss. <laughs> chef's kiss right there. Uh, that that was just a guitar solo right there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's beautiful. I can't wait to watch the next episode next season. Just see what comes next. Okay, so the next award... Taking a nosedive from the last one, <laughs> the Paper Cutout Award for the Worst Animation. Oof. And the winner is... Boy, oh boy, oh boy. What is it? What is it? What is it? The Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Fuck you. Yeah, it was just shitty. There's just so much jank. There was sometimes no ground mm -hmm. at all. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. The, you know what? It's it's fair in animation you have to make compromises you have to sometimes compromise the vision yeah. cut corners you can't cut corners on everything you can't get out the ground people are you, you can't have people be floating in the air i am you sorry but that's that. the basic of drawing just in general God, you have so little planning, you don't even know where the ground is going to be in any given frame, so you just make it the same color as the sky. It's just so bad. Oh my god. <laughs> is there anything else to say Not about really, this? no. No, no, the less Great. we say, the better about this one. Just don't watch it, please. Don't. It's n nostalgia has blinded you with science. <laughs> All right, let's let's transition to the smoothest butter award for the best animation, and the winner is 
Don't know where she's getting all these. <laughs> Has been hotel. I protest this. Yeah, you protested but not really. this. Well, you protested this because you were like, but they don't have to follow a schedule, so they don't really need to worry about crunch time. They can take as long as they want to make it look perfect. To which I no, said, like that. to which I said, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> it was definitely a me problem because holy shit, Hasbun Hotel's animation is the tits. It is fucking flawless. Yeah, it is. It's smooth Can't. as shit. There's blimps flying and missiles being shot and like devils doing magic and cherry okay. bombs and just musical numbers where people doing flips and shit in it. Like doesn't have to do with animation, but sure. But though like I mean I guess lip syncing people but, flip yeah. doing flips and stuff in it. There's a lot of flips, yes. You know, there's just it's it's definitely animated on much more than than twos and threes. Yep. Yep. It's yeah, it's oh it's really it's really just something special. It really is. It's it's just looking at it, it's it's just like looking at uh, a painting not a painting, but like, you know, some highly crafted work of art. That somebody spent their whole lives working on. It's it's great. It's amazing. I love it. Ten out of yeah. ten. Is I would say it's the starry night of animation. It really is. It really is. And whoever picked it up better not fuck it up. It's a twenty four. A twenty four better not fuck it up. I I have faith in them. Okay. They do a lot of really good stuff. Fine. They fuck it up, James. I'm coming after you. I think this is their first animated thing that they've ever done, so I don't know. <laughs> now don't you're know. backing out. I am, yes. I'm actually kind of worried now. Well, they've got their next, their new series that they're working on for the YouTubes. Uh-huh. After they sold Hasbin Hotel called Hell of a Boss. We'll probably watch it at some point. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. Yes. Then that's done. That yep, that's that's it for our technical awards. Now we oh, move on God. to the content awards, where we talk about what was. What's this about? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm talking here, James. I'm, I'm, I'm talking now. Shush, you. Hush. Okay. All right. Fine. Anyway. So the content awards talk about, well, as the name suggests, the content of the animated shows, a.k.a. the stories, the clothing, the just characters characters in general, um, just how the show was conceived and whether or not it was conceived properly. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Or well. Or well, or at all. You know, or at all, it's also a thing. Jesus Christ. Anyway, and the first award let's get to it. under content awards is the Knee Slapper Award for funniest episode. Yeah. 
I don't know why you put all the all the awards in like crumpled up pieces of paper, James. <laughs> I didn't do it. You did. Me? Those were just dumb ideas that I was throwing out into the trash bin. Did you pull these out of the trash bin? Yes. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> and the award goes to bring your demon to work day from Satina. Yay! Yay! Okay, you were fighting me on this one. Uh, I mean, not really. I was just, were you? I was just putting like right. other options that we had. We didn't watch many like hilarious episodes this season. <laughs> um, there were a few. Yeah, there were, there a, were few. a few. Like the only other yeah. that I was putting in the running was probably Phineas and Fur because they had some very like they had some good setups and payoffs and like intelligent yeah. like you know, but. I think Phineas and Ferb relies a little too much on their own running jokes. Yes, it does. It does indeed. Yep. Not not to a detriment, mm-hmm. but, you know, when you're making a comedy, having a lot of insular jokes and watching just a random episode, you know, right. it's not going to hit as home if you haven't seen the whole thing yeah like i haven't yeah and again it's like a kid's show so it's kind of expected that you've watched the show enough at times to be like oh yeah this is what it's referencing to or whatever right because kids are the kind of right. people that will be like oh the show is coming on i have to watch it tonight <laughs> i'm 13 you mean like 12 or 10 or 8 or 5 13 <laughs> sure I there's some other good ones. Rugrats was pretty funny. It was, yeah. There, you know, uh, over the garden wall. One of the episodes was funny. I'm the highway. <laughs> the other man. ones, not that one. Oh, the other one. Not, not that one. Yeah, the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, Satina just had so many jokes that just landed. And they're all very subtle too. Like, mm-hmm. a dad. That was perfect. Love it. <laughs> Just, hey, Dad. God, that's such a great joke. <laughs> uh, the guy, the guy watching anime in the back. Yeah, I remember who that. just beefs yeah, it. I remember that. Oh God, uh, that's good. Everybody calling Satina a dog. Yeah, yeah. And then Dave getting uh, worried because she's naked. And then walking out in his, his shirt. shirt. Yeah. Oh dear. God, that's such a good joke. Okay. Yeah, the how do you not give it to this? The very episode? generic name for the company. Oh yeah, what was it? Fuck, I don't remember, but I remember it was just very generic. It was just like big company or something like that. But yeah, that was that was that was great. Oh, so good. <laughs> Oh, it was packed with so every joke. That's the thing. Every single joke landed yeah. perfectly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ten out of ten would we'll watch again. Now I want to watch it again. We don't have time for this, James. I know. We still got. Oh, we've got a lot of awards to get through. You did this. Oh God. You didn't stop me. Next up, we have the car. May, ha, May, ha! I did the whole thing. Good job. It was actually pretty fun. <laughs> Award for best fight scene. This year we had not a lot of competition. What do we have? Okay, we're opening the thing. I forgot. <laughs> Open the thing, and the winner is 
Uh, convention from the Owl House. Woo! Yeah, this is a great fight scene. Holy shit! Well, we were like, we were, we did have a fight about this. Ironically, kinda. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like I was talking, like we were both talking about. We didn't have a fight. More that there were really good. There were a couple of really good scenes in the. Mm. Oh yeah, I guess we did have a bit of a fight. Yeah. Because there was the fight between Anne and the toads. Mm-hmm. Remember where she like fight. pulls out her sword and her <laughs> tennis fucking racket and fights with a fucking tennis racket. It's such she a does. good episode. It's very funny. It's very funny. There's also the one in GGO with Pito versus yeah. everyone. Yeah, Pito versus everyone, which is also a very, very good fight scene. Had some good cinematography, had some good like moments. Pito just fucking wrecks someone's face. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was the closest one to winning, but in the end, we just had to give it to the fighting convention just for how complex and fast-paced and fun it was. It was. It was very fast-paced. It was very fun. There's a lot of drama, and it has, like, the most mm. anticlimactic ending. <laughs> yes. Because yeah, she just throws a pack of, like, snacks down and then runs away. <laughs> yep. That is exactly what happened, which is, <laughs> that's how you end a fight. It was amazing. She's the uh, best, okay? She's the fucking <laughs> best character in that show. I No questions asked. Ida? Yes. Yeah, she's great. Ida. Ida's the great. best. Yep. She's also way too powerful for her own good. <laughs> True. True facts right there. She's great. I love her. The, if you if you if if anyone needs to be the most powerful person in the world, it should be someone that just can't be bothered. They just can't be bothered. <laughs> They're the most powerful god. person on the planet, but they just can't be bothered. They just can't. Oh my god! <laughs> just gonna lay in like a a house, a little cottage place, and sell weird trinkets that they just can't be bothered to do anything else. That's what they wanted to. That's what they want to do with their life, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone needs to be the most powerful person on the planet, it needs to be someone like that. That's it. it needs to be somebody who procrastinates. Yeah, who just procrastinates, and again, just can't be bothered. They just can't be bothered. They just Whatever. can't be bothered. It's great. Ten out of ten. All right. Next award is the Falling Flat on Your Face Award for the Biggest Disappointment. Whoa. James, your name better not be in this piece of paper. <laughs> what? <laughs> I am a disappointment. I've disappointed you. I've disappointed my family. It's not, it's not your name. the president. It's not your name. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> okay. The winner is Outlaw Star. Oh, I was such a big fan of the show when I was when I was a youngin. Youngin. When I was a youngin, you know, you know, no, God, no, it does not. I still like the aesthetic of the show, right? And like what they were going for, I think could work if everything about it wasn't so just awful 
awful. It's just, it's like, it's like, okay, it's like someone took the shell of a really, really good aesthetic and like this interesting sort of intergalactic sci-fi thing mm -hmm. and just a misogynist kind of just jacked off on it is what that oh is God. what happened to it yeah basically that's yeah if only there was somebody who could take this you know reboot outlaw star please reboot someone it. do it rework gene's character just make make hilda not die later you know make the weird chick not be weird and like naked or naked and well technically she wasn't naked in the in the tv broadcast technically yeah all right fair enough <laughs> and i mean like don't make her just oh, the most just transparently awful and like barely God. dimensional character right just just play into the 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 empty vessel trope just tropes just playing into tropes so many problem. tropes they fridge the character yeah. they empty vessel another one it's just yeah and then the dude is <sighs> like a totally awful like just jock man just, just a jag off yeah just the biggest jag off you've ever seen just somebody reboot this this world. Because they don't hate it, and cool I really like Hilda. is a good character. Yes. I fucking loved her. And the moment James was like, yeah, she dies in the episode after this one, I was like, wait, she's the only <laughs> fun character. What do you mean? Mm -hmm. I know. I know. I loved her, too. I loved her, too. And the thing is, like, I never actually, when I was watching this on TV, I never actually saw the first two episodes. Okay. Or the first couple episodes. So I never actually saw Hilda when I was watching it. So this was my, like, first real, like, experience seeing her. Right. And then realizing and the level to which the show could have been elevated and then how it nosedived into just... Right. Nothing. <laughs> Right. And I mean, like, the show has decent female characters. Like, Belfina's not an empty vessel. Right. Really? She's more of, like, she's not a great character, but she's more of, like, the heart of the group. She acts as, like, the, well, later on. Uh -huh. And then you've got Suzuka, who's just this badass sword chick. Right. Who just cuts people down. And then you've got Asa Clang Clang. Asa Clang Clang. It's just the dumb, the dumb jock chick who just has no inhibitions. Oh, not not like that. No, not like yeah, that. Yeah. Just like no, I know what you mean. Just like this, like it's. She's like a cat. She just does what she wants. Right. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, sense. just like that, just, like low wisdom character that just wants to stab everything. Yes. Exactly. We'll punch everything. Oh, I'll punch everything. Okay. She punches things. Ah, okay. Nice. So, you know, you got a framework there. You know, the, the ratio's decent. Two oh, to three. God. You know. But here's my question, James. Do they get to do yeah. anything? They do, yes. Okay. They actually, they do. 
they do get to do things. Suzuka fights a lot of people. Asa fights a lot of people. Okay. It's yeah. No, no, they do stuff. It's it's not like you know. We're gonna make these. We're gonna tell you they're powerful, but then they don't ever actually get to do anything in front of your eyes. No, no, they do. They do okay. stuff. It's not like that. That's not really a thing in older anime, actually. <sighs> now, now that I think about it, like that's not really a thing. Like all the female characters, like even if they weren't well written, they did stuff back then. Mm-hmm. It's only now when the women don't actually get to do because the guys like they want to see the girl I mean back like in the 90s and two that early 2000s they wanted to see the girls do stuff and fight people well I think that it also coincides around the times of like whenever there has been like movements like feminist movements it's kind of right. like how where there were whenever there were like civil rights movements there was also this like huge surge of like representation of good African-Americans mm. or like you know mm-hmm. how horror movies did not actually kill like the black person first, right? Like that's shocking. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, so like some of the older slasher flicks, maybe. Well, maybe there weren't that many. There weren't that many black people a to begin with, but like well, yeah. whenever they were, they wasn't the first person that was killed off, right? Like as as opposed no. to like two thousands when that was literally what happened all of the time. Every time. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like it's it has to do sort of with this weird like push and pull of whenever there are mm. these movements, there's a push for these characters and these types of things. But because the industry is just so dominated by the bias that inevitably once social pressure relieves, they just go back to their own regular ways. Mm hmm. Right. It's interesting. And it's. <laughs> it's disappointing it is it is it's it's just disappointing okay moving on the falling flat on your face and finding a hundred dollar bill award for the biggest surprise (laughs) and the winner is oh that was a rough one uh utopia and oh god how do you say this Deuteranopia. Yeah. From Aeon Flux. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm shocked that Aeon Flux is on this as much as it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In places that we did not expect it to be. Um, no. But it was a good show. Like, yeah. all of this weird, like, nudity aside. Uh, <laughs> and just, yes, like, all asses, of the weird nudity. asses hanging out. Um, right. It was a very well done, bizarre, and good show. Like as much as a lot of mm-hmm. like, I liked Anne Fox's character, um, mm-hmm. and the way that they that she's like represented, um, the way that they sort of show her to like be this weird non allegiance character that you're not even like by the end of the episodes you're like, what do you want, Aeon? Like. And you don't know. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of like a good sort of sense of depth that this character has that you don't really mm-hmm. get to see in a lot of like female characters. And like this one's a lead female yeah. character too, so. Right. It's it's really fascinating. You want to know more. Yeah, yeah. And you don't know if there's any more? Yeah, she could just be, know she could just be this weird like agent of chaos. 
Right, which would be fine. Yeah. Agents of Chaos are fun. Yeah, they are. But if she does have like a hidden agenda, ooh, what could it be? What could it be? What does she want? Why is she playing everybody against each other? Yeah. yeah. So perfectly. Yeah. It's great. 10 out of 10. Yeah, it was, it was, I thought it was just going to be a bit of a torture session for Maria. <laughs> just because I've seen the designs oh, of Aeon God. And I really thought it was going to, but it was really good. It was Again, fun. it was a good show and there's a lot of like futury stuff. Again, I, I did like, you know, show my qualms about like characters yeah. being like most of the female characters being like either very provocatively dressed or like not wearing clothes at all whereas the main characters that we do see around the male characters are all perfectly clothed all the time um Mm -hmm. but except for well well, except for well the uh, guy 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 who stomachly (laughs) enter um, no, no, remember the guy literally takes off all his clothes. Oh, yeah, he does. At the beginning he of does, the episode. He does do that. We don't get to see anything, though, which is unfortunate. But yeah, there's the weird naked president. What size is his penis? What size is his penis? Why do you want to know? I don't know. Is it just as weirdly uh, proportioned as his body? Does it look yes. like he was tossed into a spaghetti puller? Like, uh, sorry, in a, no. in a taffy puller? Okay, look, Maria, it's very cold in that basement, and when it's cold, there's some shrinkage going Uh on, so it's not indicative of the final size. Uh It's like when you look at a thing on the internet, you know, something you're ordering on the internet and says this, you know, it's not to to scale. scale, Yeah, not to scale, yeah. You know, it's like that. Don't judge him, okay? That's all I'm saying. But I don't Don't even get to see it. How can I judge it? (laughs) I'm just saying. Uh Uh-huh. Don't don't be disappointed when you get his penis in the mail and it's not as big as you wanted it to be. <laughs> oh god. I'm pretty sure it was a big ding dong. <laughs> Maybe. Never say ding dong ever again, Maria. How old are you? <laughs> pretty sure it's it's a big it's a I'm pretty sure it's a big pecker. <laughs> what are you from the south? <laughs> God. Anyway, speaking of Aeon Flux, what's the next award? <laughs> oh, God. The next award is the... <clears throat> what are you wearing? Award for worst outfit. I think I know who's going to win this. They just won an award. Who could it be? Yeah, great. It's Xenon from SAO. Wait, what? 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 How how did she win and not Aeon Flux from Aeon Flux? Maybe you should ask the crotch shots that they drew on her concept art. Oh, boy. Okay, so I have thoughts about this, Uh Maria. Go ahead. And I thought about this while I was doing my stupid, boring, pointless work. Mm-hmm. And I think the big difference between Xenon and Aeon, mm-hmm. their names sound, I just noticed their names sound similar, is that Aeon's character design, yes, it is definitely a what are you wearing situation. But there's a point to it. She's a dominatrix. She's. She's a dominatrix. She's a femme fatale. 
archetype. <laughs> There's a reason behind it. You can argue the merits of that reason all you want. But the point is that the character owns her own sexuality. Yeah, and again, like, it's pretty much playing to her, like, being a dominatrix and literally sleeping her way through the entire, like, security system. Or not even sleeping yes. through her way. Like, they have the key, but do they use it? Ooh, that's a very good question. Do they just smell her feet? Because they did, did. They did do that on screen. Oh. They did, yes. <laughs> Are all the guards in this facility foot fetishes? Was that a requirement on the job application? <laughs> anyway. But yeah, but then we get to Sinon, who is a character in most, like in most anime, the character does not own her own sexuality. It is there for the titillation of the audience. Mm-hmm. It is there to make your your little pee pee go go boom boom. <laughs> it is there for you to buy anime body pillows. Oh god! Uh, phone, you know, uh, figures that maybe there's no underwear on there. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can remove the underwear. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? You know, it's just there to sell sex in the most lazy stupid way possible oh no oh james i made a mistake what i searched seen on body pillow why why you fool you foolish fool who's a fool oh no oh no is she naked no but suffice to say you can't see her butt crack oh there is one where she's (laughs) naked there you go. That's, that's you know. There is one where she's naked. Yep. yep. There's one where she's laying on her gun. That's not gun safe state. <laughs> the gun is a penis, Maria. Yeah, there's go. one with her without clothes on. Uh, anyway yeah. so do you have any thoughts outfit yeah i mean again we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier too because her character design is just we, fucking shitty um we did, but yes. like yeah it's it's like why are you wearing this what <laughs> is your purpose for wearing this like she's supposed mm-hmm. to be going into a video game to fight things. And she's supposed to be one of the best snipers around. She should dress like the best sniper around. You know how snipers dress like? Do you know how snipers dress like, James? Not like this. Like M in the spinoff, which is the spinoff of SAO, where we have another sniper to look at. Two other snipers. One of them is a woman, and she's dressed in clothes. She has glasses, so like a visor, and she's wearing camo or dark green clothes. And she's which fully covered. Sniper? And you can't see her wait, butt wait. or her tits. Wait, which? I mean, they're there, but they're not on display. Yeah, I mean, like, the body shape is there, but it's not like... I'm talking about yeah. um, the... The um, sniper on the Shink team. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Got it. Yeah, I mean, just like... uh, But you can't put M on a body pillow, Maria. Yeah, huh? 
Yeah, you can. <laughs> is he a snack? Sure. 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 I'm sure he's a snack for someone. I'm sure. I'm sure he's a snack for someone. Oh, God, seen on you. Oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know who finds her sexy. Like, her design is too confusing to be sexy. How do you even get out of those clothes? How do you get her out of those clothes without just getting stuck in them? I mean, there's a menu for that, but <laughs> yes. I guess, I guess so, yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, oh God. Okay, next up is the Mooning Award for Worst Butt Shot. How come we don't have a Best Butt Shot Award, Maria? Because all butt shots are bad butt shots. What about a butt shot of Shrek's butt? <sighs> From Shrek to... <laughs> I mean, there were pr plenty of Shrek's butt shots, but they were all done as a, with an attempt to subvert that idea of like female butt shots. We don't see a single butt shot of Fiona. Nope, we don't. Maybe? I don't know. I don't remember that no, movie. No, we don't. Because she's always wearing like award. a dress. So like... She is, yeah. They don't put her in a situation no. where you get to see it. She, yeah. And the award goes to... That was a drum roll. It was very bad. Are you still looking at her fucking body pillows? No, I'm looking at our script. Oh, when you're supposed to do the thing. Oh, right. <laughs> Why do you well, keep who? writing them in crinkly paper? It's all I had available. It's hell. You can't get good paper to save your life. Ask else you Dante. wouldn't be here. He probably has like a bunch of cardstock shoved up his butt. He won't give me any. He says he needs them to write the Divine Comedy 2 Electric Boogaloo. All right, fine. Now it's personal. As if it wasn't personal the first time. Come on, Dante, you hack. <laughs> oh, don't cry. Stop crying. I passed out. Anyway, the winner is Sword Art Online. Who could have seen that coming? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we already know why. It's, a sh it's her shitty clothes and the butt shot. And then her changing out of her clothes in front of a person in a changing room. A stranger. Room. A stranger, no, no less. Okay, so here's the thing. Yes. Like, if I was in Explain a changing room me. and there's another woman there, I yes. wouldn't mind changing in front of them. Like, whatever. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. Whatever. But this is a video game. They don't even need to <laughs> have to change. Well, they do in this video game because arbitrary. They, I'm I'm not I'm not defending it. I'm just saying that they do in this video game. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's really stupid. It's, it's so fucking. It's really stupid. dumb. Cause like, cause, cause in GGO, she just fucking yes. changes. Oh yeah, she does. She just fucking changes. She's just like, and she changes the color to pink. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's cute. Yeah, cause she wants to and be cute and she's the pink adorable. Devil. I'm tiny and cute. My life is complete now. Exactly. <laughs> She has very simple dreams, and I appreciate that. Me too. <laughs> but Sinon's butt. 
Okay. How we have we had another butt shot in the running, Maria. Why did this butt shot win over that one? Which was the other butt shot that was running? The only other butt shot, I guess, besides Aeon's butt oh, shot. Oh, right, the one from 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 uh, Ruby. Ruby, right? Well, again, yes. the reason okay, the reason why that one was kind of okay was because it was part <laughs> of one of its most cinematic shots possible. I don't know the how. Most the cinematic most shot. cinematic shot that we saw. How? I, ah, I hate that show so much. I hate it so much. Oh, God. But I hate this worse. Somehow, I hate Sword on Online more than Ruby. How did that happen? <laughs> it's weird. It, it is weird. We, we've we've learned to appreciate the worst things. It's the it's just the laziest butt shot so I've ever bad. seen. Like, you know, you used to have to set this shit up back in the day. You know, the guy had to accidentally go into the wrong uh, hot springs. You know, it's separated between boys and girls. And he just somehow the science got switched. He also has a towel on his face because it got thrown at him by his uncle who's a who's a pervert and then he just he slips on a bar of soap and falls into the girl's bathroom oh my God. or not bathroom well he falls into the girl's bathroom gets kicked out of there keeps sliding around the hotel and then finally goes into the women's hot springs and then you see the butt shot yeah there used to be a setup and a payoff which is the payoff is the butt uh-huh this, it's just like, oh, we go into a room and there's a butt shot. The yeah, end. or let's just have her perpetually showing her butt crack, because... Well, this, you know, that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's also Okay, that. and somehow her underwear covers more of her butt crack than her usual <laughs> outfit. How is that okay, a thing? We can't, just, we, we can't analyze that because it's too confusing. It hurts my brain, Maria. It's because she doesn't wear underwear when she's fighting, obviously. Why wouldn't you wear underwear? Why do you think? Because she gets a sexual thrill out of it. How does that change whether or not... Sometimes I'm wearing underwear and I forget that I'm wearing underwear. Because I'm wearing underwear. You know, we're not unpacking that. (laughs) Let's just keep moving. This has gone off the rails. <laughs> We've gone into territory that I don't want to contemplate. <laughs> okay, okay. This is a long thing. Why did you let me do this? I don't know. Jesus Christ. Anyway, keep going. Next one. Speaking of butts. Um, is it? The Fluffly, Fluffy Cuddly Hug Award. Fluffly Okay, I'm gonna start over that. Do you want to try that again? Speaking of butts, the Fluffy Cuddly Hug Award for most wholesome episode. What does that have to do with butts? Uh (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Goes to. What does it go to? Tell me. The gift from Emma of Victorian Romance. Yay! There was a fight for this one, too. Yes, because I wanted to give it to Carolyn Tuesday. 
Look, I wanted to give it to Carolyn Tuesday too, but Emma was quite come fucking on. wholesome. It's just it's just the, the most adorable thing ever. Yeah, the whole point of it is to be fluffy, cuddly, hug, wholesome. It is, it is, it is. Because every time you're like waiting for something to go wrong, because that's how it usually works, but it doesn't, right. and it's just all completely no. adorable. It's, it's all just, you know, a, a light romance between a maid and an idiot. It is. He's just an eccentric billionaire or something. He's just Jeff Bezos, yeah. but better. Well, I no, don't insult him. I won't. I won't. Don't insult he's, him. He's, he's, he's more like he's like Tom Hanks. Like, yeah, yeah, he's like Tom Hanks. He collects weird shit. Tom Hanks collects weird shit. You know, it's just you know. Travels around Whereas the world. Whereas Carolyn Tuesday gets COVID. Well, yeah, like that was you know. Whereas Carolyn Tuesday is much more of a drama. But it is wholesome still. It, Oh, it's very wholesome. It's the most wholesome thing ever. It's not something you... With Emma, you can just kind of put it on and just kind of like bathe in the wholesomeness. You know, it's never going to be too intense. You know, it's it's just kind of soothing. And that's why I nominated it. That's fair. I, I agree with James. It was wholesome. It was hard to fight off Emma from this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. No, that's fair. It was a very tough choice. If, if Emma wasn't there, it would be Carolyn Tuesday. It would. It would definitely. Because that thing is adorable. They're, they're very adorable. I mean, the other one was also Aeon Flux. <laughs> no. No, it wasn't. There's nothing wholesome about that thing. There's really nothing it wholesome about It stars a Aeon dominatrix. <laughs> it really that does. That gave the key to her chastity belt to literally everyone in the security squad. <laughs> Well, she did that for a reason. Yeah. And? For the for the best troll I have ever seen. It is the most amazing troll I have ever seen. It was beautiful. Yep. Oh, Jesus, Lord. That was amazing. <laughs> it takes you a second to realize just the scope of what happened there. And just like you just have to applaud her for the troll. You really do. God. But yeah, the Emma is just so nice and wholesome and fun. And the guy gets distracted by a fucking squirrel. He does. He does get distracted has, by a squirrel. How do you how do you hate that? How do you how do you beat that? <laughs> ten out of ten. 10 out of 10 on the wholesomeness scale. Yep. <laughs> yep. 10 out of 10. This program is Kadokawa Shoten and the sponsor of the show.